Welcome to the Stop Drinking Podcast, where we help you make stopping drinking a simple, logical, and easy decision. We help you with tips, tools, and strategies to start living your best life when alcohol-free. If you want to learn more about Stop Drinking Coaching, then head over to www.soberclear.com. Many people that drink alcohol start to question whether or not they have a drinking problem. Now, if that's you, do not worry. Today, we're going to be exploring the 11 signs of a drinking problem. We're going to explore whether or not you're an alcoholic. And at the end of the video, I'm going to share some resources to help you on your journey to a great life without alcohol. So do make sure to watch the whole video. So first, are you an alcoholic? Well, the very first thing that we need to understand before looking at the signs of a drinking problem is whether or not you're an alcoholic. Deciding if you're an alcoholic can sometimes appear to be like a precursor to getting sober. Well, I'm here to tell you that you do not need to call yourself an alcoholic to get sober. Some problem drinkers will think to themselves that because their drinking problem isn't as bad as, you know, a typical alcoholic, they don't end up trying to fix it. Well, it's not like I'm an alcoholic that has to drink in the morning when I wake up every day. They think these kind of thoughts to themselves. Now, I've spoken about the term alcoholic a number of times on the channel. And to be honest, it makes up a crucial part of the Sober Clear program. However, it's important to touch on this now. Understanding the concept of the alcoholic will help you understand your drinking problem much more clearly. So I'm going to share my story with being an alcoholic. When I realized that my drinking was a problem, there was a point where I tried going to AA. That's what everybody else was telling me to do. So, you know, if you've got a problem, you go to a meeting. Now, whilst AA works for some people, including my own mother, who has been a member for 20 years, it wasn't for me. I'm not going to go into the reasons in this post, but I will touch on the label of the alcoholic. When you introduce yourself during a meeting, you are supposed to introduce yourself as an alcoholic. So you would say, hi, I'm Leon and I'm an alcoholic. In other words, if you've stopped drinking for 15 years using AA, you are still supposed to introduce yourself as an alcoholic. In other words, you are still the problem. You are still powerless over alcohol. It makes no difference how long you've been sober. You are always going to be an alcoholic. Excessive alcohol consumption was merely an extension of your personality flaw. It was always the alcoholic in you. Now, to me, that's a huge problem. Let me explain why. Let's say we've got Ted. Ted's 35 and he thinks that he might have a drinking problem. So he does what everybody's telling him to do. He goes to his first meeting. Here, Ted is told to decide whether or not he's an alcoholic. Now, all of the people in the meeting, they're telling similar kind of stories to what Ted has already experienced. So Ted thinks, surely, if all these people can't handle their drink and I'm like them, then I must be one of them. So at this point, if Ted decides he is an alcoholic, he now has a pretty powerful label. Being an alcoholic carries a lot of weight. Now, let's say Ted stops attending meetings after three months. He no longer enjoys it and just decides to stop for whatever reason. Well, what happens to the label? Does that mean that Ted is still an alcoholic? And then if Ted goes and relapses and gets blackout drunk, he might think to himself, well, I'm an alcoholic, apparently. I can't control it. I'm powerless. The term actually ends up becoming dangerous for some people. If they go to AA, they decide that they're an alcoholic and then they stop attending meetings, it can become a dangerous, self-fulfilling prophecy. The reality is, if you have a drinking problem, 
There is nothing wrong with you. Alcohol is a drug. It's a highly, highly addictive drug. If you start taking a drug and then you take it again and again, that has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with the drug. There is nothing wrong with your personality or your genetic makeup. Now, I just want to say, just because I choose not to label myself as an alcoholic doesn't mean that I didn't have a huge drinking problem. My drinking was totally out of control and it was having huge consequences in almost every single area of my life. However, as soon as I got rid of the drink, all those problems started disappearing. And that just goes to show me that I was never the problem. The drink was the problem. Now, according to the National Institute on Alcohol Abuse and Alcoholism, or the NIAAA, problem drinking that becomes severe is given the medical diagnosis of alcohol use disorder. Interestingly, a physician would actually not call you an alcoholic. They would also say that you have a alcohol use disorder. Now, to me, this is a much more accurate term. This definition doesn't come with the same weight as the alcoholic, and neither does it imply that there is something inherently wrong with the drinker. Now, according to the NIAAA, there are certain criteria that a problem drinker must meet, and this has been outlined in a book called the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders, or the DSM. Now, according to this book, anybody meeting two of the 11 criteria during the previous 12 months is diagnosed with AUD. The severity of AUD is rated as either mild, moderate, or severe. This is dependent on how many of the criteria are met. So the most recent version of the DSM asks these questions. In the past year, have you, one, had times when you ended up drinking more or longer than you intended, two, more than once wanted to cut down or stop drinking or tried to but couldn't, three, spent a lot of time drinking, or being sick or getting over the after effects. Four, wanted to drink so badly that you couldn't think of anything else. Five, found that drinking or being sick from drinking often interfered with taking care of your home or family or caused job troubles or school problems. Six, continue to drink even though it was causing trouble with your friends and family. Seven, given up or cut back on activities that were important or interesting to you or gave you pleasure in order to drink. Eight, more than once gotten into situations while or after drinking that increased your chances of getting hurt, such as driving, swimming, using machinery, walking in a dangerous area, having unsafe sex, and so on. Nine, continue to drink even though it was making you feel depressed or anxious or adding other health problems or after having a memory blackout. 10. Had to drink much more than you once did to get the effect that you want, or found that your usual number of drinks had much less of effect than before. And finally, number 11. Found that when the effects of alcohol were wearing off, you had withdrawal symptoms such as trouble sleeping, shakiness, restless, nausea, sweating, racing heart, or seizure. Interestingly, if you answered yes to just two of these symptoms, it suggests the existence of AUD. Now, two to three symptoms would be diagnosed as a mild AUD, four to five symptoms would be classed as a moderate AUD, and six symptoms or above would be a severe AUD. I'm going to be entirely honest to you guys. I answered yes to every single question, but I still managed to find stopping drinking effortless and enjoyable. Now, if you have signs of a drinking problem, 
what should you do about it? Well, there are many options available to people who are showing signs of a drinking problem. For some people, including my own mother, 12-step programs are very effective. My mum enjoys attending the meetings and she happily labels herself as an alcoholic and enjoys the religious approach. For others, they may choose other approaches. That might involve therapy or other meeting groups such as smart recovery. Now, the sober clear approach is totally different. It's all about getting clarity and educating yourself on alcohol and understanding the conditioning. It's about bringing awareness to your beliefs around drinking, dismantling them, and then putting them back together in a different way to make stopping drinking a logical decision. The sober clear approach requires no willpower, no religion, and no meetings.